thank you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we will study the books of Joshua, Judges, and Ruth. During this study, we will learn to have faith in God and follow His leadership, even during the most uncertain times of life. So, grab your copy of the Fall 2022 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for November 6, 2022 is entitled, Life and Exploits of Samson. It comes from Judges chapter 13, verse 5, chapter 15, verse 14 and 15, chapter 16, verses 4 and 5, 16 through 24, and 28 through 30. The key verse is Judges chapter 13, verse 5. For lo, Thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. The application. The student will observe that a special birth, a blessed life, and spirit-endowed strength cannot overcome immoral choices. Seeking the Context. Samson is an enigma. Some want to make him a hero, like a comic book superhero. Others say he is nothing more than a tragedy of a man. But his name appears in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, along with the great men of faith, Gideon, David, and Samuel. Although we might wonder why such a man is in the Bible, God has his reasons. God has something for us to learn in this man, Samson. And so what is it? Samson was a judge in Israel for 20 years. His section of Judges, chapters 13 through 16, is the longest. We know more about Samson than any other judge in Judges. We know about his Nazarite bow and long hair. We know about his superhuman strength and exploits. We know about his adulterous affair with wicked Delilah and how that cost him his strength. We know the Philistines plucked out his eyes, and yet the Lord restored his strength in the end so that he could bring down the pagan temple, killing himself and thousands of Philistines. But what do we learn from the life and adventures of Samson? What do you think is important for us to learn from Samson? Searching the text. Number one. Samson's birth, Judges chapter 13, verse 5. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. The episode of Samson opens with his parents and his miraculous birth. Israel had again done evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord had given them over to the Philistines for 40 years, Judges 13, 1. Amidst this ungodly and difficult time was a godly man from the tribe of Dan named Manoah, whose wife was barren. This couple was beyond excited when the angel of the Lord appeared to them and told them that they would have a son. Further, their son would begin to deliver Israel from the Philistines. What amazing news for this godly couple. Unfortunately, 
their child would bring them much heartache. Judges 14, verses 1 through 3. The angel, who we later learn is the Lord himself, instructed Samson's mother not to drink wine nor strong drink and not to eat anything unclean or anything that comes from the vine. The child was to be the Nazarite from the womb, and his hair was never to be cut. Samuel and John the Baptist were also uniquely dedicated, and Numbers chapter 6, 1-23 through 23, gives the law of the Nazarite. Those taking the vow were restricted from consuming anything that comes from the vine, cutting their hair, or touching a dead body. Samson's parents were careful to do as the angel of the Lord had commanded, but Samson did not respect the restrictions of his vow. Samson had the best of starts. He was miraculously born to godly parents who did their best to raise him in the ways of the Lord. The Lord blessed him, and the Spirit of the Lord was upon him at an early age. But Samson turned out to be a very selfish bully who seldom lived in the ways of the Lord. Instead, he did things his own way, which eventually led to his destruction. How could God use a man like this as a judge in Israel? Although Samson had the best of parents in childhood, he turned out to be very ungodly. Why do you think Samson turned out this way? Number two, Samson's strength. Judges chapter 15, verses 14 and 15. And when he came unto Lehi, the Philistines shouted against him, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire, and his bands loosed from off his hands. And he found a new jawbone from an ass, and put forth his hand and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. Samson is probably best known for his superhuman strength. This did not come from good genetics or a strenuous exercise program, but from the Spirit of the Lord. It was when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him that he could accomplish such amazing feats, and amazing they were. Samson killed a young lion with his bare hands, Judges 14, verses 5 and 6. He slew 30 men for their clothing, verse 19. He caught 300 foxes, tied their tails together in pairs, put a torch between each pair, lit the torch, then let loose and burned Philistines, fields, vineyards, and olive groves. Judges 15, verses 4 and 5. He slaughtered a thousand men with a jawbone, verses 15 and 16. And this was just a start. Samson was unbelievable, but he was also unfaithful. In all his exploits, he broke his Nazarite vow to the Lord time and time again. He was in a vineyard when he met the lion. A vineyard was a dangerous place for a Nazarite, seeing that he was not to consume anything from the vine. He took honey from a lion's dead body, as well as used a new jawbone from a dead donkey. As a weapon, Nazarites were not to touch dead bodies. Samson married a Philistine woman, which was forbidden. He probably drank wine and strong drink at the feast he gave. He was a braggart, a gambler, a trickster, a swindler, a thief, and demeaning to women. 
he called his wife a heifer. We might be amazed at what Samson could do, but never let us admire the man he was. Too many today admire men and women for their physical strength and athletic abilities alone. Too often we ignore the ungodliness in such people because we are mesmerized by their physical talents. Godliness is to be admired, not physicality. Here is the sad truth about Samson. God did use Samson to begin to defeat the Philistines, but God used Samson in his wickedness, not his righteousness. Samson could have been used by God in a godly way. God had called Samson to be judge in Israel, and like other judges, he could have rallied troops to fight against the Philistines. But instead of going to war, Samson went his own way. He was partying, womanizing, playing tricks and games, and disobeying the Lord who gave him his strength at every turn. God used Samson's strength to defeat the Philistines was not a justification of his wickedness. Why do you think God used wicked Samson to fight against the Philistines? Number three. Samson's demise. Judges chapter 16, verse 4, 5, 16 through 21, 28 through 30. And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose so name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said unto her, Entice him, and see wherein his great strength lieth. And by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will give thee, every one of us, eleven hundred pieces of silver. And it came to pass, when she pressed him daily with her words, and urged him, so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart, and said unto her, There hath not come a razor upon mine head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he hath shown me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought money in their hands. And she made him sleep upon her knee, and she called for the men, for a man. And she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before, and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord had was departed from him. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And he did grind in the prison house. Howbeit the hair of his head began to grow again after he was shaven. And the lords of the Philistines gathered them together for to offer a great sacrifice unto Dagon, their God. 
and to rejoice. For they said, Our God has delivered Samson our enemy into our hands. And when the people saw him, they praised their God, for they said, Our God has delivered into our hands our enemy and the destroyer of our country, which slew many of us. And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenger of the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood and on which it was borne up of the one which with his right hand and of the other with his left. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed his head with all his might and the house fell upon the Lord's and upon all the people that were therein. And so the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. The events of Samson and Delilah are well known, but it was not a love story. It is not even about love, but about lust, lies, lunacy, and loss. Chapter 16 opens with Samson employing the services of a prostitute. That Samson took the enormous doors of the gates of the city with the two posts, bars and all, put them on his shoulders and carried them up a hill toward Hebron, some 40 miles away. It was incredible. But Samson's way with women was appalling. Here enters Delilah. Samson was enemy number one with the Philistines, and they knew Samson's weakness, women. Do not be confused. There was no real love between Samson and Delilah. Delilah betrayed Samson for 4,500 pieces of silver, 1,100 pieces from each of the lords of the five Philistine cities. It was a fortune, but would you betray someone you love for it? The lunacy of events that followed are hard to fathom. Through a series of tricks and traps, Three times Delilah tried to deceive Samson into giving up the secret of his strength. Why Samson told her the truth on the fourth time is a mystery. It just speaks of the power of lust and the weakness of lust. Maybe because Samson had broken his Nazarite vow so many times, he did not really think it mattered anymore. He likely thought his strength came from himself. He was an invincible and his strength did not depend upon a vow made to the Lord. Oh, was he wrong? Lying in the lap of his seductress, Samson received his infamous haircut. Samson lost his hair, his woman, his strength, his eyes, his freedom, and his dignity. But most of all, he lost the presence of the Lord. It is sad to watch someone pay the cost of sin. The stage was set for the, the finale. Samson was a blind, defeated, humiliated prisoner of the Philistines. The Philistines' great celebration in the Temple of Dagon was on the occasion of the defeat of their enemy, Samson. It was shameful that Samson gave the Philistines reason to celebrate their false god when he could have given them a reason to worship the only true god. 
Samson called out to the Lord one last time and begged for vengeance. I see no repentance here. But the Lord acknowledged Samson's prayer and restored his strength. With a suicide mission, Samson collapsed Dagon's temple, killing more Philistines in his death than in his life. God's will was accomplished. He defeated the Philistines with Samson, but it was a sad and tragic ending for Samson. Do you see anything commendable in the way Samson died? Setting the application. So what do we learn from Samson? God used an immoral, ungodly man to weaken the Philistines so that Israel would be freed from its oppression. I stand amazed at how God could take a man like Samson and fulfill his purposes. It speaks more of the greatness of God and less about the life of Samson. Samson is an example of wasted potential. Samson went wrong at the start when he disobeyed his godly parents, ignored the law of God, and married a Philistine woman. His decline continued as he repeatedly disregarded his Nazarite vow to the Lord. He had the potential to be a man like Samuel or John the Baptist, but instead he became a man of self-indulgence and personal vengeance, totally ignoring God's call on his life. In the end, he was humiliated and defeated by his own sin. Yes, we see God used Samson to accomplish his will, but this is no justification for the way Samson lived. God used Judas Iscariot to betray the Lord and hand him over to be crucified, but that was no justification for Judas' betrayal either. For the Lord himself said, The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him, but woe unto the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Matthew 26, 24. The Lord will accomplish his will in all of our lives, but may it not be in our wickedness, but in our righteousness. Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying again with you next week as we continue going through Joshua, Judges, and Ruth, learning to live victoriously in uncertain times. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.